Hello, hello, and welcome to Lioness Podcast with me, your host, Jane Lyon. Yeah, let's just start off this episode by taking some some deep breaths. Let's take a breath in and exhale all the oxygen out. (sighs) Empty, empty, empty. When you become completely empty, slowly breathe in again. Fill up to the very, very top, become completely full. And slowly empty out all the way again. (sighs) Empty, empty, empty. Breathing in. All the way full. And relax with a sigh. (sighs) Beautiful. Just feeling you all that are here to listen today. Settling into this space with me. I just finished teaching my sunrise yoga class and this morning it was warm enough to be out on my patio, um, which is just all I've wanted. So it felt so good to get to be out there this morning with the birds and and the, the morning sounds of everyone, the kids biking to school and the dogs barking and just being in a neighborhood that actually has like an ecology. It actually has like a diversity. It's it's just great. I just, I love living in this new space. It's been so nice. And on Sunday, I spent the whole day just like resetting and regrounding my space. For me, like when I move into a new place, I'll arrange things the way I think I might want it, but I'll know that I'm going to rearrange it like five more times until it until it works. Sometimes I wish that I had more of like an interior design brain that I could do it easier, but um, man, I move shit all the time. Like people who have lived with me, if you've ever been one of my roommates, and of course, if you're my girlfriend, I feel like it honestly like might be an annoying quality of mine. Like because, you know, like I remember this roommate would like come to see what I'm doing and my room's just destroyed. And I've just, I've pulled everything off the walls. I've pulled everything out of the drawers. I am completely reorganizing and moving everything. And it's kind of like, don't talk to me. I'm in a zone and I'm constantly moving energy um, because things can get stagnant, you know? And um, even like the person who lived in this house before, we're still clearing all of that energy and And, you know, your space has to be conducive to the success you want, right? So I have this space now next to my altar that I used to have where my big whiteboard is so that after I meditate, I can look at my whiteboard and kind of sit with my manifestations. And um, it's just more systematic in here now. It makes more sense. And I finally hung up this giant Iranian tapestry that I've had my whole life It's been in our garage for two years because we didn't have any room for it in the old space. And there's a perfect spot for it right here. So anyways, I'm in such a quiet, cozy mood. I, you know, I got up, I taught my class, I hung out with Milo, I made breakfast, I meditated. Um, Bruna is at the gym now. Um, 
away from home, (laughs) whole story there that I don't need to get into, but it's interesting because now I'm alone a lot of the time when I, you know, I wasn't used to that before. So, you know, really enjoying the quiet, really appreciating the quiet of this new neighborhood. It's just all I can hear is the rustling of the trees and the birds and, mm, I'm just appreciating it so much. And as you know, I just got back from my yoga and meditation retreat with Perry Lane called Spacious Oasis. Uh, And that's mostly what I'm here to talk about today is not just Spacious Oasis, but the idea of retreat, the idea of taking retreat, the idea of setting those spaces. So Ah, spacious oasis, pre-pandemic idea. We, our original retreat, we, the very first retreat we ever tried to plan together, we had to cancel, which is crazy because that retreat was going to be in Sundance. It was a completely different vibe. Like, you know, then the world changed and we had to recreate a retreat that was for the new world, you know, and that's how spacious oasis in Arizona came to be. And uh, this property that we found, it's just, uh, it's so magical. And and it's funny because I, I love the house so much, but I literally complained every day about the awful interior design job. <laughs> the rooms were terrible. Like the decorating was terrible, but that didn't matter. What mattered was the outside, the giant lawn, the big tree, the shade, the pool, the hot tub, the fire pit, like the incredible amount of outdoor space that we had. And then of course the big wide open kitchen where the chef could cook all day and we could come through the kitchen and get what we needed. So finding that property was really special. And that was the last retreat we'll do with that property for a couple of years. So if Page, Arizona is somewhere you were wanting to go, if being at that space is something you wanted to experience, let us know so that we can, um, you know, we've got a group that does want to go back to that house in a couple years. So let us know, let us know, but we're excited to bring you guys to some new spaces next year, maybe international. I don't know. But anyways, I wanted to talk to you about this year specifically because it was just, Perry kept saying, (laughs) Jane, remember this is our sophomore album. It's not it's not going to be good as our first album and that's okay. Kind of like preparing me to not have too high of expectations and all of that and um I honestly had no expectations. And this retreat was the best retreat I've ever been on. And the best part is that like I created it. <laughs> and that I was one of the guides for it, you know, and um God, that's what I love about the way I run my life is that I'm like, I want to have an experience like that. I'm going to create it and then I'm going to invite a bunch of people to come. And that's what we did. I want to have more weekends that are conscious where my friends come together and we're eating amazing food. We're meditating every morning. We're practicing yoga together. We're doing breath work. We're sharing silence. We're sharing vulnerability. We're connecting. We're really in that space. And it's funny because when we're planning the retreats, like we always want people to have like a breakthrough transformative experience, but in a weekend, like 
we can't, we can't promise that, you know? And so it's only something that we can hope for. And even for myself, here was a, a, the biggest intention for me. So last year was the first retreat we finally got to hold, right? So last year in Page was my very first time hosting a retreat. And oh my God, it's funny to feel back into my body's energetic back then. Like I was so stressed. I was managing everybody's experiences. I was not letting myself relax. I was constantly looking around to see if everybody was happy, constantly questioning if I'm doing a good job, constantly questioning like, are people feeling like they're getting their money's worth? Do they like the food? Blah, 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 blah. Just like, I did not relax. I left that retreat. Like I, luckily I knew that the guests had an amazing time, right? I knew that they did. Maddie even made a whole dope podcast about it. But for myself and my experience, I did not let go. I didn't let go. And I felt like I showed up as a very rigid version of myself who was grasping onto perfection. <laughs> Shocker! Classic Jane. And it was hard. I almost felt like it's funny when I look back on the energetic of last year compared to this year, I really felt like I was holding back. I really felt like I was holding my authenticity like inside of my skin, like don't let them see who you really are, uh, which has just been such a growing edge for me over the last year of like, show people who the fuck you are. <laughs> Be authentic. This is what you're teaching. Um, but man, yeah. That's how I felt. So I was so excited, obviously, to plan the next one. And I personally wanted to return to that space. And I know a lot of the people who did return had that same intention of like, I want to come back and feel how much I've grown in the last year. You know, <laughs> wow. Wait, this is nuts. Sorry, I'm just thinking about this. It was There's a really funny theme at this retreat. Three of the people who were at the retreat last year had boyfriends while they were at the retreat. Three of those people came back this year single. Um, so it was a really funny theme of like letting go and allowing your new self to emerge and, and feeling empowered and, and the authentic person that you actually are. And maybe, you know, it's funny. I'm like, maybe last year, none of like, not none of us, but like, you know, as a group, we're all these like soul family that have agreed to like be in this journey together. And maybe last year, none of us were feeling like our fully authentic developed selves. Like so many of us were coming out of that like survivalism of 2020 and like spacious oasis was like our first time to just be away. And this year, like we weren't coming out of that. This year was a completely different energetic. It was completely different. And, um, Mm, it felt so good to come back this year and feel how much all of us have grown. Like, ugh, I just got full body chills thinking about it. And feeling this year when I got back, when we returned to that space and seeing all of you and not feeling this rigidness of me be teacher, you be student, me be perfect, you be flawed. It was like, oh, my friends are here. Oh, my friends are here and we're all together. Uh, yes. And like we're hugging and we had a couple of people that I didn't know, new friends 
come join us this year. And I got to know some new souls and oh God, it was just the best feeling. It was the best feeling. It was completely different. It was like, we're all back to do this again and be together. And I honestly didn't feel like I had to do anything. And actually, a couple of days before we left on the retreat, I decided to get an Akashic Records reading um, for a multitude of reasons. But for me, like I need readings when I'm feeling a little bit spun out, a little bit of out of my center, like guide me, what's going on, help me find my center, help me find my truth again, you know? That's when I reach out to one of my friends and I book a reading. And honestly, it was like the best idea. Anytime you think you should get an Akashic Records reading, just book it. You'll never regret it. It's always the best idea. And just now as I sat down to make this episode, I saw the notes um, just still sitting on my desk from last week when I got the reading, and I just, I want to read it to you, okay? So this was what was coming through. This was, I had a reading with Roya. Hi, Roya. Um, who you have all listened to. I have an episode with her if you want to go check it out. So these are just some notes I wrote down that uh, as as Roya was channeling, this is what I wrote down. Mm, she can't hide her truth. Sit still. The answers will come. You are more powerful in your seat. Let your scent bloom, blossom. More yin. Don't try to prove anything to anyone because you are most magnetic when you rest and receive. Ooh, I don't know if anyone else needed to hear that, but I really needed that because I think one of my like worst traits, one of the shadows that I am working through is just this like obsessive control. I feel like I've shared that enough with you guys. I feel like I've been pretty open about that, you know, so... There's a lot of things we did differently in this in this retreat, and um, I'm definitely designing a workshop around how to host a retreat so that I can share with you guys all the mistakes that I've made and all the things that I learned and basically point A to Z, how to run a successful retreat. Um, because, ooh, did we learn a lot of lessons and did we get it right this year or did we get it right this year? So, um. One thing we did is that we had plenty of time to settle in before the guests got there. And, um, you know, something that's funny is that last year we we tried to fill the um, capacity. So they would allow us 16 guests at their site. So we were like, we're getting 16 guests. And we filled it. And it was a lot of people. And we had like five air mattresses in the basement and it was just a lot of people and a lot of stuff. And um, it was fun, but it was kind of a mess. And this year, um, everybody bought rooms. It was amazing. <laughs> and so instead of 16, we had 12. And that change, for some reason, it felt really, really good. It felt really, really good to have just a little bit of a smaller group and for us all to have our own private space, our own rooms. Um, and it, I felt this sense that 
And and this is always true, no matter what. This was true last year. This is true for every time we gather together. But I don't know about you guys who were there on both retreats, but this year it felt it felt as if the 12 of us had like this deeper destiny to be together, to learn something from each other. Like you, you would all say something that there was just so much profundity in the weekend. We were all so tapped in. And I think that's what I loved is that I didn't feel like I was trying to guide this giant group. I felt like we had a very small group that was very tuned in, tapped in and ready to go. And as we were going into that, you know, I had set my intentions with Roya. I really wanted to just relax this year. I really wanted to just enjoy myself. I really wanted to experience the retreat that I planned for myself as much as I could while still being 100% in service. And I've learned so much about how to do that. And this year, I showed up and I just allowed and I just received, and it was so potent. It was so perfect. We just flowed. We allowed. Whatever I felt inspired to do next is what I did next. I made no plans. I made zero outline. Perry and I, we just trust each other, and we just flow with each other. And this group was just so receptive to that, you know? And what I learned is that, A, it's not, before I left for this retreat, I seriously, you guys, felt spun out. I felt so out of control in my life. I felt so far away from my routines and my systems and my habits and my practices and like my purpose and my point and everything. I just felt so far away that I was like, I need this retreat so bad to help me come back in. And then also not wanting to not wanting to put like all the pressure on the retreat to like fix everything and make me perfect. But what I realized is that coming into a conscious space like this, into a charged place like Lake Powell, like the Arizona desert, being around a group of people that are matching that intention. And setting those spaces, every morning at 8 a.m., we'd circle up. I'd got an hour of meditation. Then we would have breakfast together. We have this amazing chef, Haley, who just literally, I think everyone was mostly, I was mostly focused on eating as much as I could. There's something about having all of your meals taken care of and ready and and you not having to think about it. There's something, there's like... When you're in a new space, when the the scene is set for you, when you have everything you need, I gave you journals, I give you a little crystal, we've got tapestries, things to sit on, yoga mats, everything. And then same time every day, the cook has food ready for you. Okay, so after we'd all meditate for the hour, we'd go have our breakfast. Then we'd have plenty of free time until Perry would teach us at 11 either some breath work or a yoga asana practice. Right after that, we'd have a delicious lunch. After lunch, we have the whole afternoon open, hang by the pool, 
go on a walk in the desert, go check out all of the things that there are to explore and page, sit under a tree and play a singing bowl, take a nap, you know, whatever you needed to do. Everyone just moved and it it usually turned into dance party by the pool. Um, yeah, and then we would circle up before dinner to do some authentic relating, some connecting, eat dinner together. I love eating dinner together. I love eating meals with people. It is so precious to me. I always eat more. I always enjoy the food more. I always just, it just is such a special ritual to me. The, the eating together on the retreat is, is a big part of it for me. And then um, after dinner, we hot-tubbed one night. The next night, we did yoga under the stars. Much later, at about 9 p.m., once it was really, really dark, got everyone out and um, guided just a really, really chill flow before bed to complete the retreat. And uh, it was just so good. It was just so good. And yeah, what I learned, again, it is not that hard to drop into these spaces. It's not that hard to drop into these spaces. And our first morning of meditating, we jumped in, we just did a little five-minute warm-up, you know, because we were all just getting tuned into each other's space, and a few of you reflected and said, God, why don't I meditate all the time? Why don't I do this every day at home? And of course, I would love that. You, capital S, should do this at home. But also, you cannot have the experience that you are having in this circle, in the desert, on this retreat right now, at 8 a.m., when you're just at home by yourself in your bedroom, on a normal day, in your mundane life, in, your, in, your, in, in the regularities of everything. And so I, I really had to remind everyone, the reason why... We just started our practice and you went way deep and you just tapped in so quickly to your meditation practice is because of the setting we have created here. That's what a retreat setting does. And if you spend the whole retreat weekend beating yourself, oh, why don't I do this more at home? You're getting it wrong. (laughs) You're coming here to deepen those aspects of yourself. You're coming here to remind yourself, oh, it's so easy to tap in. Oh, look at how much I get out of an hour of meditation every morning. Look at how much I get out of eating nutritious, consistent meals. Look at how much I get out of spending all day in the sunshine with amazing people. Look at how much deeper I can go. Look at how much more rich I can become. Look at how much more I can fall in love with myself and the beauty of this life in this very curated situation that Jane and Perry have created so that we can tap into that and not constantly think, oh, why don't I live like this at home? Again, this is a retreat setting. (laughs) We don't get to live like this all the time unless you want to become a nun. Go do that. It's Trust me, you're not going to be hanging out by the pool in the afternoons. But, you know, that's why we go on retreat. That is why we go on retreat, because we cannot experience these deep states on our own. We can, we definitely can, and we should work towards them whether we're achieving those deep states or not. We want to keep working on them and building those habits and cultivating that meditative practice. 
Because again, when you go on those retreats, you just dive in deep so quickly. And the whole weekend, I was in just such a deep state of presence, of relaxation, of being, of allowing. I felt at moments maybe like I was being too much myself. But again, these are all friends. I got to be myself. I got to guide in the way I was meant to guide. Oh, wait, there was something else coming in here. What was it? Oh, I felt so important. Mm. Mm-hmm. So on the second day, um, Perry guided us through some pretty deep breath work. He has this breath work practice that um, everyone loves because everyone just feels high as fuck afterwards. Like everyone's just like on a whole other level. And there was a point in which he just said, see if you can escape the thinking mind. See, you know, something along those lines. See if you can just find that primordial moment of, of just being. And when he said that, I realized that I was in that primordial essence all day all weekend, like just that steadiness, that present moment awareness where no thoughts are happening and you're just receptive to what's in front of you, feeling the energies and responding intuitively to that. Oh my God, it was just incredible. It was just incredible. And I truly left there feeling like I got everything I needed. And I kept asking all of you when you were packing up, getting ready to leave, giving hugs, I'd say, I I hope you got what you needed. Did you get what you came for? Because I don't know what you came for. Well, we, we all shared what we came for on the first night, but you know, I just came to serve you in a way that would connect you more deeply to yourself, to your community and to the earth. And of course, to the divine spirit that's carrying you. And then you get to extract whatever you need from that. And one of you came up to me at the end and you said, every meditation you taught, I had a breakthrough. Every single time you taught a break, a meditation, I had a breakthrough. And that, like, alone is all I need. That's all I need. You know, to be sitting with a group of 11 people and looking around and just seeing tears streaming down everyone's faces. And I've only been guiding for like five minutes. You know, to see the way that everyone just wanted to let their heart crack open and to let the love start flowing from them and to go so deep into those spaces and to be so vulnerable and to just allow, allow, allow. It was just so fulfilling, you know, and I left the retreat remembering, oh, this is what I do. (laughs) This is what I do. This is what I do. I'm a guide. I'm a teacher. I host retreats. It's not that complex. I don't need to explain it to anyone. I don't need to try to prove anything to you. I just have to show up in my presence and sit on my damn seat and be. Mm. And while I was there, I've been reading Atomic Habits, and it's just 
really helping me see some of the ways in which I can reground from all that chaos, bringing my systems back into play, reminding myself that the rituals and the systems that I carry day to day in my life are what reminds my body to trust in me. To feel that stability. And so something that I ask so many of you when you're leaving the retreat what aspects of this retreat do you want to integrate into your day-to-day? You know, what do you want to take from this and integrate? One small little thing. So for me right now, there are two specific things that I'm going to do every day. And I have lots of other things that I do every day. But those habits are all pretty ingrained, right? So these are two new habits that I'm kind of stacking in to my systems. The first one is as soon as I get up, I go on a 30-minute walk by myself. As soon as I get up, 30-minute walk by myself. And then after that, I sit on my front porch in meditation to let my body cool down. And um, there's this beautiful audio that Perry played on the first night at Spacious, and then I played it on the last night. And um, it's just this John Hopkins Ram Dass story, basically. It's so beautiful. And, you know, Perry played it for us on the first night, and we were all so tuned in. We were all so there. We were all listening. And, and I started thinking about how much inspirational content and audios and trending sounds we come across every day without actually allowing its message to be fully contemplated. And you know, this podcast is about contemplations, contemplations. When you receive teachings, you are meant to contemplate them and really ingest them and really allow them to sit And when we scroll through Instagram reels or TikTok and we're seeing all this inspirational audio, we're not ingesting any of it. We're seeing it and we're moving on from it. We're almost desensitized to these beautiful teachings of of Ram Dass and, you know, the Dalai Lama and all these audios that are trending, right? Abraham Hicks, all that. And we were all so tuned in to this audio I felt it touch me in such a special way, you know, that I thought, I'm going to listen to this eight-minute recording every day as my meditation for 30 days and just see what happens. Just see what happens. Because this morning when I did it, ooh, my heart was not feeling open. My heart was feeling so closed and... Then I softened and it reminded me. Hmm. So I've been working those systems back into the, um, those systems from the retreat back into my day-to-day life. Now, I didn't want to leave. Nobody ever wants to leave. Like who wants to leave the utopia that they created? But here's the beauty is that it's summertime And we have so much to create and we have so much to look forward to. So I am so happy to get back to what I'm doing here, 
which is I've just opened White Cloud Studio in downtown Salt Lake, and every Wednesday night you can come and you can get your monthly dose of spaciousness. You know, you can get your weekly dose um, with me at the White Cloud. We'll sit down, we'll circle up, we'll do our breath work, we'll do some meditation, we'll do some nidra, we'll do some connecting and journaling. And so basically it's what you get at my retreats just compounded into one little hour for $10. So you can just get that weekly dose if you're in Salt Lake City. And if you're not in Salt Lake City, I've had enough of you ask me if I would live stream my classes that I'm just going to start putting them on Instagram live at Wednesdays, 6.30 p.m. um, Mountain Standard Time. So that if you can't physically come to the studio, you can still come and be a part of the class. So let me know. Um, I mean, just watch the live on Wednesday. And uh, yeah. I'm also planning a big sound healing event with my dear friend Annie for the end of the month. So keep your eyes open on the email for that. And um Perry and I have many more Spacious Oasis events planned. I want to do a little Green River camping trip this summer, and uh, we're looking at retreat sites for where we're going to invite you all to go to next. So you can find us on Instagram if you want to keep in touch, Spacious Oasis Retreats. Go follow Perry, tell him hello, um, and let let us know that you're excited to hear what else we're going to do this summer because we have an incredible community and I just want to spend more time with you guys. Now, the last thing, hmm, yeah, is there anything else I want to share? This summer, I have one spot left. I have one spot left for one-on-one mentorship. And then when that spot gets filled, I will be booked until probably August or September. Um, And so, yeah, this is your chance to work with me. If you're a guide, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher or a healer who is really ready to get your business up off the ground, you're really ready to learn more about healing modalities, you're really ready to master your energy, you finally want to make that blog, you finally want to start that business, you finally want to do whatever, plan that retreat, whatever it is, my new one-on-one mentoring program is a completely open coaching so that we can focus on and design the program that you specifically need for where you are at on your journey, okay? And there's only one spot. So um, the price is staying at where it is for the month of May. And then if you apply in June, I will be raising the rate Um, for this summer as we make our way into fall. So yes, I just love working with you guys one-on-one. I can't wait to find out who this last person is. And lastly, if you are looking for a way to get into your yoga practice this summer, you want to work on your meditation, I'll remind you, Sunrise, my membership, it is ready for you. It's available for you. It's there. I teach live classes Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you can get Tuesdays are a little bit more of a chill. Let's just wake up the body class. Thursdays are a little bit more challenging, playful class. And even if you can't make the lives, the replays will be in your inbox every Tuesday and Thursday. So you'll get two new classes a week. And then, of course, I'm always making new content. There are over 
100 yoga and meditation videos on the membership site and I'm constantly making more. Today I actually just came up with this like bedtime sequence that I did last night that like really helped me settle down into my space. So I was like, I'm going to make you guys bedtime sequence. And the best part is that when you become a member, I become your personal yoga teacher. So when if you're like, Jane, I need a class on this, I will be like, you got it making it for you dedicating the next class to you boo so I just love having that space because I get to share all of my all of my special yoga and meditation teachings with you guys so I'll put the link in the bio to sign up for sunrise if you've been curious about that I'll put the link in the bio to sign up for or to apply for my last one-on-one mentoring slot I'll also put the link to go follow Spacious Oasis Retreats on Instagram so that you can follow what we are up to. And I hope that I can just inspire you to like, okay, I was going to say plan your own retreat, but like last, the first time I planned my own solo retreat, it was a disaster. So really like seek out something or invite your friends to go do a weekend you know, look for retreat centers that you can visit, create something for yourself, come to my Wednesday night classes, watch my Instagram lives on Wednesday nights, join Sunrise. I I am urging you, I am inviting you, I am pushing you. Give yourself something where you can tune in and go deeper and cultivate that space. So that then you can come back and bring more of that into your mundane life. If you're feeling like you haven't left your house in months, you haven't been anywhere new, your furniture is all arranged the same, you're wearing the same clothes all the time, you have the same routine every day, you drive down the same street every day, everything you're doing is the same and you're wondering why your connection with yourself isn't getting deeper. You wonder why your spirituality isn't expanding. You wonder why you don't feel like you're growing. It's because you haven't put yourself in any new situations to find that deeper space. So I invite you this summer to create that for yourself. Find that deeper space, whatever that means to you. Stop doing the same old routines. Stop doing everything the same. Summer is about transformation. The fire is the hottest in the summer season for us to transmute and transmogrify all of that which we've outgrown. So I invite you, shake it up, change it up, go a different route, plan a retreat for yourself, seek out a retreat, start coming to my Wednesday meditation classes, take better care of yourself. You deserve it, and it's not that hard. Everything you need is totally accessible to you, It's all within you. And what we just need is someone who can guide us. A guide that can hold space for you. A sangha that can hold your spiritual presence and catalyze that evolution, that ascension that you crave. Uh, Let's just take a deep breath in here. (sighs) Beautiful. One more breath in. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for listening to my ramblings about the retreat and everything else that's been going on. I hope this message brought you some medicine today. I hope you feel inspired on some level. 
And I hope that you share this episode with someone else who might like to listen to it. Share your love with someone else who might need it. And remember that you are loved. You are love. And that you're here to relieve suffering on this planet by expressing that love as infinitely and as effortlessly as possible. I love you. Ciao.